Welcome to the Injury Report. I am your host, Joe E. Brenner. I am here today on Sunday, July 31st, the last day of the fleeting month of July, and here to bring you more injuries going on in today's sports. We're kind of getting into football season now. Teams, All the NFL teams are back in training camp, so unfortunate injuries are starting to happen here and there. And we'll be right there to update you those as they continue to occur. To start off our injury talk today, though, we are going to actually we have football, baseball, and basketball all going on right now. So to start off, we'll go to one that we talked about a little a while ago in the NBA playoffs with Chris Middleton. Just had a surgery on to repair a ligament in his hand for... Most people, especially older people who have falls and stuff, one of the big ways that they'll repair a wrist injury, especially a ligament tear, instead of trying to replace the ligament, they'll just fuse it. And you'll just have a little bit less range of motion so that now there's a lot of little bones in your hand, all your carpals in there. And those, all those have little joints in between them. So maybe one little fusion in one of the places you won't lose all of your wrist movement in that joint but obviously for a professional athlete especially a basketball player that is not going to be feasible for his career and lifestyle so what they most likely did was a ligament repair through or a reconstruction it was most likely uh, the radio scaphoelunate or just scaphoelunate maybe radio scaphoid one of those ligaments on the thumb side of your wrist right there. So remember your radius is the forearm bone on your thumb side. So one of those ligaments was most likely what was damaged. And with that being the case, they probably took a tendon graft from the muscle of the palmaris longus, which is really a useless, not even everybody has a palmaris longus it's pretty useless it's very weak and it's on the front side of it's on your palm side of your um, forearm if you kind of put your middle finger down you can tell kind of if you have a palmaris longus or not it'll be one of the tendons that kind of sticks up in that area and it just runs from your elbow to to your uh, the end of your wrist area and kind of helps with contraction but it really doesn't do much it just gets in the way so that's usually where they will get the graft from. It's a very, very small, if it is the radioscaphoelunate or any of those ligaments I was talking about earlier, they're very small and they just need to kind of stabilize because they're ligaments, not tendons, you know. So they'll, they, they're not attaching muscle. They're not going to go under a lot of tensile force. It's just more for stability. Anyway. He underwent that surgery last week, and he will. He should be back by the start of the season. I didn't know which hand he injured, but it uh, is going to be important for basketball either way. So it's just going to be a lot of physical therapy. He was important in their championship two years ago, and I think he was an important reason why they did not advance past 
the second round this year. Hopefully he can be that number two that Giannis needs offensively and just provide a little bit of shooting on the outside. Next, we're going to move into, we'll go baseball next. Mike Trout, the some say the best hitter of all time in the major leagues, has a newly diagnosed costovertebral dysfunction. So costo is ribs, vertebral is spine, and you have 12 ribs, 10 true ones. If you count, you can count on yourself at his T5, or that's the fifth thoracic vertebra, which has the fifth rib attached to it. That's where he has this disjunction. Again, I'm not sure which side, but it's right under your shoulder blade on whichever side, and there's nothing really you can do about it. It's just not in the right spot, that rib. So he can do some physical therapy, and maybe it's really just trial and error at this point. He can try heat, ice, do his acupuncture people do. They'll do a lot of chiropractic or um, manipulation whatever might be needed at the time. It's just whatever works for him. But in the long run, it's going to be very hard for this not to affect. And if you really think baseball is a very rotational sport, it's right under that shoulder blade, that scapula, and the thoracic vertebra is something that turns and twists a lot in, in throwing and in batting. So whether he's, I think, probably the left side would affect his batting more where he's trying to pull whereas he's pushing and then that would probably be harder on his throwing as well where he's got to pull that left shoulder through so maybe counterintuitively I think maybe the injury to the right side would be easier on his body even though he he is right-handed he bats and throws right-handed So, yes, I believe that the left side would be more difficult to kind of manage and deal with. And that's going to be something that I guess will probably he'll have to deal with for the rest of his career. It's not something that can be fixed in a quick offseason. I think it's just going to be a little management thing. And hopefully it's not going to be more common or a sign of early arthritic things elsewhere in his body. You know, he's been around for a while and. His body takes a beating. It's a lot of explosive movements and short bursts. He probably takes care of himself pretty well, I would imagine, for how long his career has been and his prolific stats. But that is going to be something to watch to see, especially because the Angels have so much money wrapped up in him over the future, and they probably don't want to lose Otani, who you know, right now they have probably two of the, two of the most – valuable players maybe one and two in the AL if not the league and they are very bad at baseball so losing either one of those guys whether it be injury or contracts or whatever else is not going to be good for them and they'll probably continue to stay at the bottom of the majors and finally moving into football we have Joe Burrow the Super Bowl losing quarterback in his second year for the Cincinnati Bengals just had an appendectomy, which is just the removal of the appendix. He had an inflammation there, and it's a really random thing. It's can be there's no real rhyme or reason for why it gets inflamed in some people, and there's no 
real reason why we've we haven't discovered a function or anything for it which it's not you know notoriously it's the front right hip area pain right in that area and it just kind of hangs out off of the intestines and causes trouble every once in a while there is precedent for i know we're right in the beginning of training camp but there is precedent for people to come back early from this matt castle had an appendectomy and he was back in 11 days most people are about 15 days to a month but the, again this is a professional football player he's going to have the best of everything that he needs to get back onto the field and he is a tough guy too so he'll be able to fight through anything I, I would imagine that is just pain wise but it is a opening into his insides so they do have to take precautions there one of the best facts about appendices is most people sometimes they'll take them out if you have another surgery going on in the area but you have to get a prophylactic which means doing it before it's necessary you have to get a prophylactic appendectomy to be the doctor on any antarctic explorations because the one of the first guys to go down to antarctica he had a an, an inflamed appendix himself and ended up having to take out his own appendix and while that is a really cool thing to do and i'm sure it's a great story that that guy can talk about it's not an ideal situation so now if you're ever interested in doing that you have to have a your appendix out beforehand to prevent you from having to be in that situation which is probably smart and in hindsight uh, you know they should probably all be taken out at some point but if you can make it through without it, i guess it's probably not common enough that everybody needs it but i do know enough people who have had them out and you know it's always scary because that inflammation can just go to a rupture real quick and then you have that poison all over your insides so it was definitely a good thing he got that out and hopefully this is the last bump in joe burrow's injury play so far injury plagued career for at least a couple years and we'll be able to i mean we got to see what he could do with one healthy year hopefully he can string some more together now to move on to injured and recovered injured is the jaguar former jaguars trainee training camp participant andrew mavis mavis he was a kicker from iowa state and at practice he was struggling a little bit and then kicked one and was not even close and drilled one of the coaches so he was cut therefore after and that is the end of him that's a rough way to go out because i feel like if you're gonna kick a coach that's not a good way to end up on another roster to be notoriously cut like that you're probably done so good luck in your next career mr mevis it's not too bad though after sports i'll, I'll tell you that much you you can find something else to do recovered is heaven's basketball team unfortunately the late great bill russell passed away today and you know he was the first i think black coach in the nba after having been a, an 11-time champion and eight-time-in-a-row champion with the Celtics. So he opened a lot of doors for a lot of people and was undoubtedly the greatest basketball player of all time, at, some, at least at some point, and probably does, still deserves to be in that conversation today. So 
it is an unfortunate occurrence, but he is he has made a lot of big time contributions to the sport and he will not be forgotten anytime soon. So thank you, Mr. Russell and rest easy. Injured is Spencer Torkelson. He was the first pick for the Tigers a couple years ago, and he is currently struggling for the Toledo Mudhens. I went to a game the other day and he, he had a low batting average at the time. I think he was just under 200, maybe 175 ish and had two strikeouts during the game, including one backwards K and he was up. He was able, he was in the position to play hero ball. He had the bottom of the ninth, two outs, bases loaded down three and he ended up getting walked. So he pushed someone in, he did get an RBI there. And then the next guy ended up striking out, but you know, it's just a bummer to see that first overall pick not living up to right away. I'm sure he, you know, he's he's still young. He's probably what way younger than me still, probably 21, 22. But it's not great to see him struggling at this level so early. Recovered is Jacob Degrom, literally, because after we talked about his stress reaction on his scapula, which is just that it's like a stress fracture, but it's more in the bone than it is the ligaments. And he, but he is coming back for the first time. He's going to make his debut soon. So he is literally recovered from his stress reaction. It's something that they just had to wait on. And he is finally cleared to begin playing. Injured Kevin Durant is still in Brooklyn. There's there were some talks we talked about the Boston Celtics potentially making some big time moves for him, as well as the Wizards' his hometown that they pop up every once in a while, and even the Heat. There have been you know everybody I'm sure has sent their best package that whatever they can do to maybe throw their name in the ring for Kevin Durant, but he is still on the Brooklyn Nets, and they might just try to hold on to him at this point. I doubt it because he is Kevin Durant. He's in that upper echelon of athletes who kind of gets to run their own careers, even with contracts and everything, but he's still there. So that's where we are right now. Recovered Tigers, superstar Javier Baez homeward off his brother-in-law from Toronto, uh, Berrios, which that's got to be uh, a nice one to have for Thanksgiving. Hopefully, or never mind, they'll both be done playing by Thanksgiving. So maybe they'll get together, and that'll be one you have on them forever. Just like the Harbaugh's with the Super Bowl, that's something you have forever. Injured, the Patriots do not have an offense coordinator or defense coordinator assigned right now. Uh, they're already into training camp and they still don't have either one of those. I don't know if Bill Belichick has finally just decided that he is going to become Chancellor Palpatine and take over the entire Senate and become the Emperor of New England. Or if he's just getting so old he forgot to do it. It's not looking good for them and their division is just getting harder and harder with the additions that Miami has made. And with Buffalo staying where they are and with 
uh, Zach Wilson having that dog in him. There's just no telling where the Patriots will end up. And I heard the other day that they have the highest paid receiver tight end combo in the league, and they're not neither one of those position groups is in the top 10. So that's not a great allocation of resources as he is the GM too. So right now he's GM head coach OCDC until otherwise stated and things have not gone well uh, for the last couple of years. I mean, they still made the playoffs last year and he had some, he spent more money than he had in a long time, but I don't see them necessarily being able to repeat that, especially like I said, with the other talent popping up around the division. And then finally recovered is Kyler Murray, who after he had that contract clause, he got it out of his contract. So recap the Arizona Cardinals in his 200 or 100 and something guaranteed contract million had a clause that said he had to do four hours of independent film study a week without another screen on in the room. So the way they track that is all their iPads, team-issued iPads and Huddle or whatever app they use, they can track to see who's been watching what and for how long. They have it in high school, they have it in college. It's not that revolutionary to be able to see it, but to mandate it uh, at a professional level in the contract is not a good look. And after having that, he whined about it a little bit, and he was actually able to get it out of his contract. So good for him just taking that public because maybe it was something he didn't want in there. And now he doesn't have to worry about it anymore because he still gets all that money. Pretty much if he didn't watch it, it, his contract could have been voided, all of it. So good for him to get that out of the way. And it's no longer even a worry. He can continue to stream and watch Xbox or play play Xbox and let other people watch him. And uh, that will wrap things up for today our last episode of july 2022 enjoy your week and let's get august off on a positive note i'll see you next time